Hello, everyone, and welcome to another great episode of the Joy of Financial Planning podcast. The topics of this podcast are a complement to the book, Joy of Financial Planning, which launched last year over the 2019 holiday season. A lot has happened since then. The novel coronavirus, COVID-19, has drastically interrupted our way of life and tragically ended the lives of over a half a million people worldwide. These are serious times. Joy of Financial Planning has always been about the belief that we can overcome the unique challenges we face as a generation. These challenges now include the once in a hundred years global pandemic. Now more than ever, we need to follow our passions, live with compassion, and find a way to achieve a personalized version of the ideal of the American dream. In 2020, that ideal of the American dream has been challenged, not just because of the coronavirus, but because of a callous murder of a fellow black man, George Floyd. As I commented to my financial planning clients, his death cuts to the core of the American dream I have believed in all of my life. I thank my clients and you listeners for supporting that dream with your faith in the service that comes from the Jason Howell Company and this podcast. I will continue to be of service to your dreams with this podcast and determined to believe that all are created equal, all are worthy of respect, and the ideals of the American dream live on. This episode is part of a series of recorded Zoominars from my Jason Howell Company YouTube channel. With my family wealth management firm, I often collaborate with experts to provide families specialized service. Over these past few COVID-19 months, my firm decided to feature some of that expertise. Please send your feedback to jason at jasonhowell.com and give this episode a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts, if that's the kind of thing you do. And to see the video of these Zoominars, subscribe to the Jason Howell Company YouTube page. Okay, enjoy. And now, divorcing during a financial crisis. Welcome everyone to Divorcing During a Crisis. So happy to have so many of you here. We're here with our lovely special guest, Joan Coulihan, who's going to walk us through the steps that some folks should go to if they're considering divorce, certainly friends of yours that are in that place. Um, this is a great opportunity to just learn something and bring it back. The, the stability that can come through even a crisis type event. We're all experiencing our own crisis here during the pandemic, which is really tough. And it's tough on couples that are doing well. It's tough on couples with kids. Uh, but it's also extremely tough on couples that aren't doing as well. It's, it may be pushing them over the edge. And when you're over the edge, um, you get very passionate, you get very heated. It becomes something much, much bigger than you ever wanted it to become. And so having someone like Joan, who's an expert, who's used to working through these relationships as we, um, as we really dive through the tough parts of our life, it's a big help. Our expectation here is everyone's on here to learn something. It doesn't mean there's something going on with your relationship, uh, but you're here to learn. This is the kind of service that my firm, Jason Howell Company, um, doesn't provide directly. But what we do directly with any of our clients and, and as a resource to anyone in our network is provide opportunities to meet other folks who, um, who may need to get some assistance with a professional that, um, that has an expertise that we don't. And so this is one of a handful of Zoominars that we have scheduled over the next few weeks with experts who know a lot more about a subject than we do as general financial planners. And we want to, you know, use this time that we're all sort of stuck in the house uh, to continue to learn yes. something, right? Um, all right. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to pass the mic over to Joan just to say hello. And then when we get started officially, I will share my screen and share the screen with our very, very small um, PowerPoint for today. 
Joan, uh, you know, before you go on, I'll, I'll just say about Joan before she starts, she is an expert, number one, because she knows more about a lot of these things than most people do. That makes you an expert. If you know more about something than most people do, you're considered an expert in life. Um, number two, though, she's actually worked as a professional in her business and in her career and in her expertise for over 20 years. There's a long list of certifications that she's earned over these years. There's a long list of partners, especially attorneys that she's worked with over all these years to not only learn the financial side, but also the legal side of some of what she has to do to help navigate for the people that are in a very tough position. So we're happy to have Joan. She's one of 10 people really in the country who have this kind of expertise. Um, so Joan, uh, please say hello. Hi. Um... Thank you, Jason. It's great to see everybody. It's great that you are participating. And um, I'm just happy to share whatever I have. This is a really horribly tough time. Um, even in the best of, of relationships, Unfortunately, being stuck with someone that you've been thinking um, that you may want to um, untangle with, whether it's a partner or spouse or whatever, um, it makes it worse in this kind of an atmosphere where you have to be with them all the time and all the time, more and more you're realizing this is just not gonna work out. So how do I get myself out of it? Or how do we get ourselves out of it um, the smartest way with the least amount of emotional and financial cost? So I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Jason. Oh, that's terrific. Thank you, Joan. All right, and with that, we're, um, we're about six minutes past the hour. I think everyone who was in the waiting room is out of the waiting room. I'm not looking at the screen because I'm looking at for an opportunity to email everyone or send a message to everyone. Um, and that message is going to be, if you have questions, just put them here in the chat. And with that, I will now go to share my screen with the, um, as I mentioned before, uh, the very simplified version of the PowerPoint that'll help guide us in our conversation. And so here we go. So here's our, our home screen here. Here are the pictures that you saw when you registered for this event. Uh, thank all of you for being here. There's a little over 12 people here with us right now. So we'll all learn a little bit together. I always like to begin with the end in mind. This is Joan's contact information. So if you oh. have a question that you um, aren't comfortable asking in an open forum, even in a chat, or you just think of something later, which happens a lot. When we sit with experts, um, experts that typically are paid a lot of money, and then we walk out the door, realize, oh my gosh, I forgot to ask the question. This happens in the doctor's office all the time. Um, now you can do that. Here is her email address. Here is her phone number. If you need to reach Joan, you can do that. And if I can get my screen to work. Um, here, of course, is my contact information. Um, that I've just moved off the screen as I tried to move what might be the window of, um, of all of your faces off here. Um, so many of you know, you should all know, my name is Jason Howell. I'm principal at J Jason Howell Company, a wealth management firm for families. And what we try to do is share the joy of financial planning. We see financial planning as really the ticket to achieving your best life. Um, we see opportunities to do that throughout your life. So one of our specialties is in fact, family governance where we can avoid some of the conversations and the and the really the fights and battles around money that come up that typically can lead to some marital um, strife, as it were. Our family governance sort of practice has interviews with each of the principals, so both spouses, where we have conversations with them independently. We then bring their stories together, and that's what we're doing when we're asking these questions. We're asking them stories about their past lives with finances, about their current lives with finances, and their aspirations with finances. And these are all words, these are not numbers. We go through that, we do a write-up on each of their stories, we identify what could be the family mission statement around their values when it comes to money, and then from there, um, we also document something called a family constitution, family constitution, kind of the rules of the road about how you're gonna navigate 
financial life within your family. And that can be between you as a couple and then also inclusive of some of your kids and even part of your external families, parents, siblings, and the like. And of course, we do all the traditional financial planning uh, techniques where we go through taxes and investments and retirement planning and college planning and all of that. But I think what makes our firm different is our focus on the family and how you're actually gonna work through these challenges day to day. And to that end, we work with experts outside of our practice, including people like Joan Coulihan. So without further ado, um, here is Joan Coulihan. Here is uh, the, the few bullet points she has here to share with you and share with us. And we'll, we'll let Joan go with her presentation for, uh, for a few minutes. And I will look at the chat and see if there are any questions that come up and make sure um, that she gets to answer them in the time that we have today. Joan, the floor is yours. Thank you, thank you. Well, as I said, um, this is a tough time. Um, no one, except if you were alive in 1918, <laughs> has gone through this. And um, I know personally that if you're in a very challenging situation, um, it's very frustrating, it's very emotionally draining, and you have to get out of that mindset that you're trapped. And the best way to get out of that mindset is to take action. Many people have never been divorced before. They don't know what to expect. They think they have to go to court and that's very rare. Um, and there are many ways to divorce besides um, fighting it out with attorneys. I found through 24 years that the best thing to do is to be prepared. Um, truthfully, no professional in the divorce field wants to meet with people unless they are prepared. It's a waste of time on both the professional and the client, and it's a waste of money for the client. And it's very frustrating to go into a meeting not knowing what you should have focused on for preparation and to leave and have really received no nuggets of knowledge, very few, nothing written down, nothing that, um, that helps you move forward. And that's doubly frustrating. So when Jason asked me if I wanted to um, help people out by participating in this Zoominar, I said, heck yes, because I don't like to be stuck and if I can help you not be stuck and um, relieve some of that anxiety, the worst thing in divorce is the anxiety of the unknown. So if you can take control and empower yourself, especially during a crisis, you're gonna be so much better off by doing that. So when he asked me, I said, heck yes, let me share some knowledge with people. Let them let me know. Um, let them know what is important, what they can do now. That's very simple, very easy. Um, that is going to pay huge dividends um, if they decide to separate and divorce. So, there are three main things right now that you can do. And I realize that there are people on this call who may not be divorcing, but they have a friend, a family member, or whatever. So anyone that you know that is thinking about or going through the process, this is what I recommend. Number one, we have to know where you are, okay, in many respects. Um, believe it or not, almost no one has problems with parenting agreements. It's the money that is where the problems are usually. So the very first thing I wanna know is what debts do you have? And the easiest way that you can find that out, the debts that you yourself are responsible for, um, the easiest way to do that is to pull your credit report. Um, if you have not pulled your entitled credit report, your free credit report, you can go to 
www.annualcreditreport.com. There's no one going to sell you anything. You don't have to give a credit card. And you can actually order the credit reports from all three agencies because there's Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Um, you can print them out um, and you can get them right there. The reason we need this is because we need to know when you're divorcing, um, what are you gonna be responsible for? We'd love to know what your spouse is responsible for too, but it is against the law to pull someone's credit report um, that uh, without authorization. Um, and it certainly wouldn't be used in, in a court because it would be illegally obtained. So we want to know what what are the debts in your name now? Now, as a little aside, I will tell you this. There are basically two types of assets and debts in divorce. There are marital assets and debts, and those usually accrue between the date of marriage and the date of separation. And yes, you can be living separate in the same residence, and if you are observing all of the activities of being separate, which is no sleeping and no sex and no eating together and you don't do each other's laundry and go out together. Um, and that's a, legal, that's a legal issue that you would need a legal opinion on. But um, as far as the, the credit report, you really need to know what your marital debts are that you could be responsible for. In the credit report, it will tell you whether it's an individual account, which means it's in your name only, and the credit agency, the company that you signed up, whether it would be with Visa or Home Depot or whatever, they just care that if you don't pay that debt, they're coming after you and no one else. If you're an authorized user, which you will find that and it will state it on your credit report, then you have no repayment responsibility to the company, okay? That doesn't mean that it's not a debt that you have responsible responsibility for during the divorce proceedings. Um, so we need to make clear that the very first thing you do is you find out where are you right now, finding out what debts are on your credit report um, is, is the starting point. And then we say, is this a marital debt? Is this a separate debt? So if you've been thinking that you're going to get a divorce and your spouse goes to Neiman Marcus before they started bankruptcy and, um, and spent $10,000 on themselves, most likely you're not going to be responsible for that. Okay. So please visit um, annualcreditreport.com, pull one of each and you can only do it once a year. And this way you don't have to sign up for um, credit reporting, credit tracking, or anything like that, unless you actually want to. Um, this won't give you your FICO scores, but this will give you what the credit um, reporting agencies say that you are responsible for if there are balances on any of these debts. Um, the second part, you can't plan a new life till you know what your life is now. And that is tracking your expenses. And I actually have a very simple Excel spreadsheet that has, it's pretty comprehensive. It's more comprehensive actually than um, attorneys use with the area courts. Um, and it breaks it down into household expenses, your personal expenses, the children's expenses, 
And if I had a, a couple more hours, I would tell you why <laughs> that you want it broken out into that way. But um, I'd be glad to, if you just email me and say, send me your expense form, I'll just email and send it right back to you. Um, but what you need to know is what is it taking you to live? Now, this is crucial if you are um, part-time, um, if you're a stay-at-home mom or dad, um, it, it, it's very crucial. Or if you are going to be leaving the marital home, selling it, uh, being bought out or whatever, you need to know what you can afford going forward. But this is crucial for spousal support. And in spousal support, there are two um, issues of spousal. Number one, one spouse has to have the ability to pay, but the other spouse has to show the need. And the expenses are where you're going to show the need. Um, I have a case right now where the we're doing this through family law software and tracking the income and the expenses and creating scenarios um, because she is thinking of going back to California. She's done the research on housing prices. We're talking about spousal support and this is how it ties it together. So just beyond divorce even though, it's a great idea to know where you're spending your money every month and what it really is going to take you to live. And then the third, and I have an Excel, a very simple Excel spreadsheet for this too, um, list your assets and debts. And um, I don't really care about your 10 year old sofa. I don't care even if it's Henry Donner Rocheville boys, okay? Um, but I do care about- <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a high-end manuf uh, furniture manufacturer. <laughs> but anyway, um, make a list of your assets and debts and um, rental properties, your marital home, checking savings, investments outside of retirement, but also 401ks, deferred compensation, and defined benefit pensions. And of course, defined benefit pensions are military, civil service, um, gov uh, you know, uh, agencies, some of them like FINRA, um, uh, still have these pensions and they um, will pay you a certain amount of money um, at retirement for the rest of your life. And they're extremely, extremely valuable. So um, and if you want the spreadsheet, I will be glad to send it to you. Now, I know this is a lot that I'm probably making your head spin and you're saying, okay, well, I can pull my credit report, but this other stuff, trust me, please trust me, this will save you so many hours of frustration, so much money, and you'll be able to make a lot better decisions. Besides, if you consult with an attorney and, the, and you can walk in and go, here it is, they are gonna be delighted with you um, as, as a client, a mediator, or whoever, um, you're going to use because you've done the legwork and that's basically the most important um, in the divorce process. Jason. Thank you, Joan. That was, that was great. It was high and tight. What I want to clarify for everyone here is, you know, Joan's a unique person in the sort of panorama of people that you would look for should a friend of yours or you know someone you know be in this situation. Most people know when they're thinking about divorce, go run to an attorney. Um, they don't necessarily know, and it's not on TV, to say maybe I need to go talk to a certified divorce financial expert um, like Joan. And you know the CEFA is a designation that you might see some financial advisors have, maybe even some attorneys have, but really you're hoping to have someone who not only has a designation, 
but really does this a lot of the time. Whenever you're thinking about a potential court proceeding, it's experience that's gonna trump education in a lot of ways. And here with Joan, you've got someone who's got both, which is really interesting. I wanna highlight an example, Joan, and maybe you can comment on this. About three years ago, a friend of mine who was about to turn, I think in her, she was in her mid fifties. Her husband was also in her mid fifties. She was professional. Um, she actually was a professor. Uh, her husband was with one of the large firms, was a partner. And for 30 years, they had been married. They had um, almost adult children. I, I guess almost adult, they were college age. So we'll call them quasi adult children. Um, and here for the first time, she was ready to actually get divorced um, from this gentleman. And it was tough for her because number one, um, she went to go find an attorney. That was really difficult. When she found one, um, he said, all right, well, here's my retainer fee. You just need to write me a check. Even though she was an accounting professor, she, she didn't have a checkbook. Um, she didn't have her own bank account. And so that put her in a really crazy box. Mm -hmm. Number two, the attorney was about $400 an hour. Um, how does that compare with, instead of going to an attorney first in her situation, maybe coming to someone like you? Um, wow. Because if what I help people do is the hardest part, getting prepared, getting organized, getting focused and educated, that's, that is the most difficult. Um, the attorney does have a process for find, getting statements of the assets and debts um, and the expenses and everything, and it's called a discovery. And there are three parts of discovery, and it costs an average of eight to $10,000 per person just to go wow. through that pro yeah, just to go through that process when if you gather things right now, and trust me, I have clients that they can't, their spouse goes, no, I'm not going to give you the tax returns. And of course, my client freaks out and calls me and I go, okay, go to the IRS website. <laughs> you signed them. Your social security number is on them. You have a right to them. And if you just want a transcript, and so we find out how much money um, you your gross, just a gross income was, heck, you can order a transcript right off the IRS site. So, um, it, it, and you don't want to have subpoenas and yeah. So, so basically an attorney will, and it takes a long time, will go through that discovery process. Whereas right now, by doing these three things, you've really gone through a lot of that discovery process yourself. And Joan, um, tell me a little, tell all of us, I guess, a little bit about that idea of, you know, working with someone on this level, you mentioned all the time it would take with an attorney, compare an hourly rate from either someone like you, or obviously if they, if the person does it themselves, it's zero versus the hourly rate they would pay an attorney for essentially administrative details. Well, um, first of all, I make my clients work, okay? Um, I make my clients basically, if they are capable, and almost all of them are capable at least of some of this, this preparation, but um, I put it on the client. If, you know, download statements, go through all the documents you have in the basement, pull out all of these documents that have anything to do with buying the house or retirement or whatever, because that's a fabulous starting point. Um, so before I even usually start working with clients, they're already doing this because it saves them a lot of time and money. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I am $380 an hour. I limit my time with my clients. I have a lot of tracing the gains and losses on a 401k you might have had before marriage. My assistants do a lot of my prep work. So I'm really limited to the high level um, uh, tasks 
that that we do the jobs that we do and um usually people will pay it depends on what your needs are two to three thousand dollars um that's for family law software the reports to show the need for spousal support taxation list of assets spousal support and child support calculations all of that so um it definitely does pay to do as much yourself as possible because you don't want to do have an attorney do that for you and when we were talking before this uh, webinar in preparation and i apologize if you're hearing any echoes from me um but I remember you saying that what you do for your clients is you, you kind of sit them down figuratively and say, this is what you can do right now to save time, um, to save anxiety and to save money, right? Yes. So in this, this crisis situation, you're, it seems like you're sort of clearing the pile away and helping them focus. Talk to us a little bit about that. Um, so first of all, I have to know what your needs are. So I will schedule half an hour to 45 minutes, no charge or obligation, Zoom and R, or if you don't want to look at my gorgeous face. It's a pretty gorgeous a phone face, call. Though. Why wouldn't they want to look at it? Come a on. phone call, a phone call, because I really need to dig in and, and, and learn what your situation is, um, because you may need something else first that is crucial for a starting point. But um, so I really have to, to um, find out where you are so that I can find out where you're probably going to wind up and where you're gonna be. Um, I do recommend all of my clients consult an attorney now. That doesn't mean give them 10 or 20 grand, no. That means that I, I work with family law attorneys. These are not, I, Jason, about five years ago, I had a client and she hooked up with an animal rights attorney. It did not have a happy ending. Wow. So I work with family law attorneys that this is what they do and they will let you buy a consultation. Most of them give like a half an hour free during the first part of a meeting. And then if you go another half an hour or an hour, you only pay for that. Um, so this is, this is really, really crucial. And you do want to conserve your assets, which means, you know, spend as little as possible and to do as much if you're, if you're able to do that. Got that. And I'm going to, I'm going to stop the share here. Well, I won't stop the share yet. Um, I just want to pick up on a couple of things you mentioned. Number one, you're willing to do a 30 minute consult with people as they're kind of figuring out where they are. Is that right? Oh yeah, I have to. And I mean, I have hard. to because wonder if you don't need me and I do have that and I'm happy to do that and, and point people in the right direction and, Hey, there you go. So yes, I have to, I have to find out where you are. And, and here is the contact information for Joan in that regard. The second thing I heard you say is that the kind of attorney matters. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. um, and so the kind of attorney you're looking to work with is a family law attorney. Absolutely. Absolutely. You wouldn't go for brain surgery to a podiatrist. So there you go. There you go. So that's the kind. It's odd. It's called family law, but you're potentially getting a divorce. So it seems seems opposite, but I guess it sounds better. Um, it's maybe why we people sell life insurance instead of death insurance, right? It sounds nice. Sounds better. <laughs> um, and then this, the other thing you said is that most family law attorneys that you work with will offer a 30-minute consult free as well. Yes, actually... Um, I've known a, an attorney in um, Sterling, Virginia for 18 to 20 years. And she actually will sit down and, and meet and, um, you know, for an hour to an hour and a half and she won't charge for that oh, because she has to know what's going on too. 
And so this is a relief. I mean, for some of us who are on this webinar, who may have friends, who may have clients that are going through the, the machinations right now and, and really don't know what their situation is, I mean, probably their first step would be to go see a family counselor, right? Um, but if, if they're past that point of no return, there's still an opportunity to speak with the principals that they would be involved with. Now they're learning that someone like you could have an initial conversation. You may put them to work for a bit before you even let them uh, come always. back to you. Right, always. all right, so always you put them to work. And it sounds like that might be the order of things, right? You know, you go see your family counselor, talk to your parents, talk to their parents, try to work it out amongst yourselves if, if that's yes. just not happening. Um, and and you, you both have gotten to this point then see you, speak to you for a while, get some homework. You haven't paid anything yet. Do your homework, uh, come back to you, and then maybe now the clock starts running, but first it starts running with maybe some of your, your lower level staff, or I should just say lower billing staff yes. for the most part. Um, and then you might be the one to give the thumbs up to say, all right, now go talk with a family law attorney, which, mm -hmm. You could interview a few of them, right, essentially for free and, um, and find your comfort level if it comes to that, if, if that's, you know, part of where the journey takes that couple um, and really sort of do this in an organized way and in a less frantic way than, than maybe some people might have anticipated. True. And um, one last thing, um, I work with uh, probably at least a third of the time I work with couples um, a lot of people want to go to mediation because both of them can go. When you have retained an attorney, that attorney has to be an advocate for their client. They really will not see you and your spouse. Um, that doesn't mean they're trying to, um, to gum up the, the negotiating process or whatever, it's just by law, they, that's exactly how they have to practice. So um, I really always advocate, if possible, try to go through and try to do a lot of the prep work with your spouse. I know that this may not be um, you know, possible, but if it is, um, it, it really, there are a lot of people that get along, believe it or not, there are people that get along better after the divorce than, um, than before the divorce. They parent better. And that's um, one of the main reasons that I try to take away the financial stress is that it helps people make better decisions for the family. So is there an opportunity to come see you as a couple? Um, if, you were, if you're having an amicable divorce, you know, you're, you're consciously uncoupling, um, could they come to see you and say, you know, hey, Joan, we would like to figure out the numbers. And before we go see attorneys, because it would be plural, um, but we want to understand our numbers, understand what we should be looking at and, and do this in a judicious way and, and potentially a fair way whatever they consider fair? Oh, sure. That happens um, quite, quite a lot of the time. Okay. Okay, great. All right. To everyone on the call, um, I don't see anything in the chat. Maybe, maybe you're more verbose than most. Are there any questions that you'd like to throw out here uh, for Joan and for everyone else that's here that maybe isn't comfortable asking a question? Oh, could I ask, could I, could I mention one thing? You can, please. Um, and that is that really the whole purpose of preparation is um, that you are going, whether you think about it or not, you're going to have a team of people who are going to help you through not only the divorce, but, you know, the rest of your life. What I mean by that is, um, you know, you're going to have a financial advisor after divorce. You're going to need um, to go to an estate attorney to get um, wills and advanced medical directives, powers of attorney. Um, I mean, there are so many people. This is prep for those people. So you prep one time and yeah. then you go 
And, and because, you know, all, you just want to be able to hand over all your information. Um, and that is the whole purpose is that anybody can use the information that you are going to prepare. Well, that's really helpful. And um, gosh, I don't know what else I have up on my, if I can find it. I'm looking to see, I wanted to share Joan's website and I must be on a, um, on another website here because I wanted to show it, but I don't see it as an option <laughs> um, to share her site. But as you can see, you know, this is the URL, financialdivorceexpert.com. I'll, um, I'll stop sharing the screen here and, uh, and leave it here on speaker view. But I'm really happy, Joan, that you were able to share your time with us today. Because Thank your you. contact information is available, maybe people feel like they can just uh, ask you questions directly. And so that works just as well. You know, with I've known you now for a few years, and so I'm, I'm so thankful that we're close. And this is very much how I work with other um, professionals. You know, I, I just don't know everything you know, and I'm happy to admit that. And I know you, you feel the same about other experts Amen. that you interact with. I don't want to do what you do. I don't yeah. want to do what the attorney does, what the CPA does. I'm trained in mediation, but I don't, I don't do mediation. This is, this is it because it's, yeah. yeah. So I'm happy to like Bill Burnett is on the call. He is one of my go-to mortgage people. He's fabulous. There you go, Bill. And, um, and yeah, he's, uh, there's no way I do what he does. My, oh, one of my assistants who actually is going to, um, take the CDFA training course. Kelly, she's on the call. Um, so um, anyway, I always, um, I always um, prefer to, I don't operate outside of my area of expertise. That's terrific. And, and we try not to as well at the Jason Howell company. Um, of course, we support families. That's really our business. We have just a handful of institutions that we work with, but most of what we do is working with couples who have a couple of kids who are trying to manage financial life along with regular life. And, um, and we are a resource to them. And sometimes it's, it's even to, um, if there's an uncoupling, there's a resource there, but sometimes maybe having a conversation with you, have you ever had a, a, a time? I mean, I'm sure maybe once or twice, at least over 20 years where a couple came to you and then they realized, you know what, we're okay. Oh yeah. And I love it. I mean, yeah. you know, if people can work it out, that's fantastic. I also have people that are sort of thinking about it and um, one has not, is just really fearful because um, he or she has very limited experience working with the finances and that, and this is, you know, making them fearful. Um, that they want to be better, better um, informed, and that happens. I do have some people that want to be separated, but they don't want to be divorced. But they need to know what does that incur? What can you, you know, uh, what about support? What about dividing assets and whatever? So, um, yes, um, if people decide that they want to remain married, that's wonderful. And we got a couple of uh, questions here towards the end, um, so I'll just read them off. Uh, the first one here is, for the child support calculation, do you estimate the child's medical cost? Is it a medical premiums plus average of out-of-pocket costs? No. Um, child support, there is a basic calculation, and what I mean basic, it is food, clothing, housing, it's very, very basic. Um, you do include in the child support calculation a couple of things, and it's based on the gross monthly income of both parents, not the net, unless you have your own business, okay? Um, but you also add in the differential cost to cover the children, child or children by themselves, for medical. What I mean is if your choices are employee and employee family, then you take that differential between the employee and the employee family. And that's what it takes to cover 
the child or children. Also work-related childcare costs for either party. That is calculated into the child support um, number. Um, for other things, and now we're getting into what they call deviations. Um, actually, there are like nine clauses that you Just need nine, nine nine clauses you that you need to address in the, the agreement besides you know just the custody it's how are you going to divide the the cost for real life stuff like soccer and summer camps and and things like that, um, you know, you've got to maintain life insurance in case one of the parents dies, you know, you've got to, the, the needs of the children keep going. So the co-pays, unless they are, um, unless they are out of the ordinary, which you could include that in the calculation if they're out of the ordinary. I've had several clients that um, they had um, children that were autistic and would never be independent. And um, you have karate and you have medical costs and you have mm -hmm. transportation to special schools and things. Those are deviations and you can um, include those in child support. Oh, that's great. Um, another question I had, which is very, a very current type of question essentially is, can you address the possible impl implications of uh, COVID-19 for those who are starting the process? Loudoun County Court yeah. um, up, opened um, Monday. And um, as far as the COVID-19, wow. We have issues. We have for for people that are employed and have been um, laid off. Um, they they're trying to get unemployment. Perhaps they were lucky, and their employer um, applied for the payroll protection program, and they're keep they they are um, continuing to be paid. So um, you've got a myriad of issues um, as far as healthcare is concerned as far as income is concerned. Um, so those are just two of the issues that they're impacting divorce right now. So Loudoun County is open. Um, I think Fairfax County, is Fairfax County open? I believe that they open too, yes. And uh, perhaps Alexandria. I do know that um, of the of just of Northern Virginia, now Maryland is, is operating on the same thing. The counties are, are um, opening independently, so you really have to check. But keep in mind something, that it's very rare that people are going to get inside a courtroom, okay? Yeah. Um, even if you have a court date, almost everybody settles before the court date. Sure. So um, you don't have to stop, um, any any process in the, any of the functions in the divorce process just because of the courts but again it's if you've been making ninety thousand dollars a year and all of a sudden you're laid off and you don't know what your income is going to be that's yeah. tough and that's going to impact um child support if you have minor children yeah it sure is. um well, this has been uh, this has been fantastic. One thing that I that hasn't come up uh, that I want to make sure comes up. It was in the bio that was sent out with the newsletter for this, and people wouldn't necessarily expect it. But you've served as an expert witness, Prince William County, Fairfax County, Loudoun mm -hmm. County, even in Maryland. Is that right? Correct. And what are you typically expert witnessing when you do that? Um income, um, need for spousal support, uh, hardly ever is ca my calculations like pension, pension valuations or um, separate property. As I mentioned in, in quite a few states, if you had a 401k before marriage or a house before marriage mm -hmm. or money and you put it into a house, um, then in many states, 
the gains and losses on that separate amount you had from before the marriage, that is separate also and doesn't go into the marital pot to be divided. So I do quite a bit of tracing and, and things like that. Also, valuations on stock options, um, restricted stock units, things like that. So it, a lot of it is the everyday things like need for spousal support, cash flow um, at different levels of spousal support. Joan Coolahan, everyone, financial divorce expert, financialdivorceexpert.com. Uh, she's like a financial planner and a divorce attorney mixed into one without the uh, legal stuff and without the, you know, managing your finances uh, stuff. She'll help you interpret really both sides, it sounds like. Uh, Joan, thank you so much for being with thank us you. today. You're very welcome. Uh, any final thoughts on what someone should think about if they are or have a friend who is approaching this process? Be educated, be smart, get, find resources on the internet. Also, I will say this, this is a plug. I'm in the collaborative group and um, we are the collaborative professionals in Northern Virginia, but there's also Maryland, DC and whatever. And we actually offer a um, class called Divorce Options. The meetup group is Divorce Options of Northern Virginia. And um, there are presentations, we're doing seminars, it's like $15 to register and you have an attorney, a financial neutral, myself, um, and mental health parenting. And so that's fabulous. Um, and if you want to email me, I'll email you the link. Um, but yeah, just really start preparing, get educated. Um, that's, that's going to help two ways. Number one, it's going to save you a lot of money and time and frustration, but number two, anxiety, it'll help relieve your anxiety. And that's, that's for collaborative divorces. That's where that group is, is for. Right. We've heard of but that. But it explains before. the four ways to divorce. Okay. All right. Well, with that, we support families. <laughs> We're happy for families. Um, yes. But when, when crisis happens, we've got people like Joan to, um, to walk us through. Thank you. Uh, save us some money, save us some time, save us some anxiety. With that, um, I will thank all of you for being a part of this today, um, especially thanks to Joan, but thank you to those who asked questions. Thank you to those who just listened. I'm sure Joan people will be reaching out to you in the near future. And um, I wish all of us a wonderfully boring evening at home <laughs> because Yay. we're all supposed to be home. Uh, it's hump day. What's that? <laughs> it's hump day. It's hump day. Uh, thank you for letting us know. Sometimes I think we all forget. Um, yes. But now we know where we are. Uh, well, Joan, I'll, I'll reach out to you over the phone and, and thank, thank you, you personally. And we're getting a bunch of thanks here in the chat. So just know that people. Thank you it. all. Bye, everyone. Take care. Stay well. <laughs>